This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Sunday, happy Sunday. Uh, I hope you guys are having an amazing Sunday. It's so hot. It's still hot. Uh, we are covering 90 Day Fiance, the UK version today. And I wanted to show you guys a little something before we jumped into it. So I don't know about you guys, but the edits outside of the UK, so the quote unquote global version, is completely different than what they're seeing in the UK. And even I popped it up on IMDb. And so our episode is called British Women Are Hard Work. But even on IMDb, season one, episode two is called Up to No Good. And the breakdown reads on IMDb for episode two, Birdie hopes for a proposal. Um, and Katie finally meets her action man. Plus, Christine gets news on her visa. And we meet Victoria's Japanese man of mystery. So the edit is completely different because what we have, at least what I had on my Discovery Plus, was a picture of Richard with his king hat. And episode two is titled British Women Are Hard Work. And it was only 48 minutes. So I think we're having like two different experiences uh, with the show, which kind of makes sense when I'm trying to figure out like some of the edits. Like when I looked at the... Bridie, I don't even know if I'm saying her name right again. Uh, the Bridie edit, she's already done her trip and then she kept calling it a weekend. So I'm like, did she only stay there for a weekend? I don't, I don't understand how long she was there. Was she there for a month, for a weekend? But we'll get into it. But I wanted to point that out to everyone just so if you were feeling a bit confused like myself with what version we're getting of the UK, we are definitely getting a completely different version than they're showing... Um, in the UK. All right. That being said, let's jump right into it. <clears throat> we meet Richard this episode. Richard and Kathleen. And let me tell you off the bat, I think Richard's going to be 100% problematic. That being said, you know, he runs a, quit, a pub quiz empire. He's a quiz host. He makes his money off of license, licensing those quizzes and that software internationally. 
he is his own boss and he feels like he's the boss at home and he should be the boss at at, at he feels like he is the boss at work and he needs to be the boss at home as well and he feels like everyone is welcome to follow him because he is a leader he wants a traditional woman versus a modern woman and he feels like british women are hard work they take too much time too much energy and he's looking for a woman that is much more traditional and that is willing to pick up his socks cook for him clean for him he's the boss and she's basically the maid that's what he's looking for kathleen is his girlfriend she's 32 from the philippines and they've been dating you guys for four years four years they met on an international dating site and right off the gate you guys he's already like talking crazy about her he's like oh but she has a large head versus her body but he but she has a great ass i was like um is that how you're talking about your four-year girlfriend you're saying that she has a big head because richard like we could talk about your teeth you know what i'm saying like if we're gonna go out like that let's go out like that I just think it's unnecessary. Anyways, they chat all day, every day. He says they chat like 15 times a day. <clears throat> and his day consists of, hey, Geek Girl, hey, Mandy, hey, Ray, Ray Della. His day consists of going to the pub and then going to another pub and then another pub, then another pub, then going to a club, another club, another club, going to see some strippers, then going um, to see more strippers, going to the kebab shop, grabbing a taxi and going home. And I guess what he's saying is that he goes to all of these places, all the pubs and the clubs uh, to host these quizzes. But you could already see that drinking might be an issue with this guy because he wakes up by noon, he's already drinking. Hey, Olivia, he's already drinking. So, and I know that's probably part of his being in the pub and the atmosphere that he's always in. However, I don't know between having to be the boss, looking for a maid as a partner, and then deciding that you're just going to be drinking all day. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know in the live chat. Let me know in the replay below. <clears throat> hey, Crystal. So they're trying to maneuver their long distance relationship. Uh, he says that Kathleen is a jealous type. Um, and she doesn't like the fact that he likes to flirt with other women. He, she would prefer that he didn't do that, but he feels like he's just a flirty type. Um, and so we also meet her in the Philippines. She lives at home with her family. She's the eldest of the children. And so she has lots of responsibilities and <clears throat> her family expects a lot from her. She looks after the store, she cooks, she cleans. And, you know, she looks after the family and she fell in love with Richard by happenstance, she says. By happenstance. Geek Girl says, problematic for sure. I love how his friends were giving him a hard time. And Christine says, I like Kathleen. She seems perfectly normal. Him, I don't know. That head comment was weird. That's what I just said. It was weird, right? It was weird that he was talking about his woman like that. I just think it's... I don't know. It was just a weird thing to say about someone that you supposedly love. 
Crystal says, I like Kathleen. She don't need him. I don't even know if he's really looking for a partner in life. I think that he would be fine with the cleaning service that he says he already has that comes once a week to his house. I think he would be fine just being a 100% single man living his best life. Because I don't know if the relationship that he's looking for exists in 2022. You know what I mean? Like the way he's coming at it, he it almost seems like he doesn't want to put any effort in. He doesn't want to do two people that support each other in a relationship. He wants to be, I'm the king of the household, and then you stay home, and you make sure that I'm great. He even said it to his friends. You guys remember when he said, you know, as long as she's there <clears throat> making me be fabulous. You know what I mean? That's not a partnership. Come on now, Richard. Anyways, <clears throat> Kathleen thinks Richard's handsome. She thinks he talks a lot and he's not boring. And after two months of going back and forth online, he flew to the Philippines to meet her and her family. So they met two times in real life uh, in 2019. And I'm sure that the pandemic had something to do with all of that. Um, <laughs> Christine says he wants a partner of convenience. Facts. Facts. Yeah, we're going to get to that geek girl. Let me get to that in a moment. So um, her family didn't really like him. When they met, he went over there. Family wasn't really for it. Uh, they are worried about his true intentions. The family thinks that just like other foreign white men, perhaps he's coming to the Philippines to look for a sex slave. And they're not far off. They're not far off, right? Because he already said he's looking for someone to take care of him. He's looking for someone to cook for him, to clean for him, uh, to pick up his dirty socks, to take care of the household. So it's not far off, right? So what, she's going to be at home being your personal maid as well as your personal... Um, you know, bed buddy. Don't know. Don't know, but the family has some issues. Her dad specifically is really, really hesitant about him, which says a lot because, you know, they met him at least two times now. But what are his intentions? Her brother, Chris, is worried about her moving to the UK. And we find out that she's a nursing graduate, so she can work as a nursing assistant. She's going to apply for a work visa. Um, but she first has to find an employer, which is interesting. So again, what is the benefit? So she's going to go over there and if she's going for herself, then no problem. She seems like completely a great person so far. You know, she helps with her family. She has a career. She's doing her own thing. They have a store, all the things. So she really doesn't need Richard for anything. And Richard is not even offering. And he even said, she's bringing herself over here. I don't have to do anything and I'm not doing anything. She's doing all the hard work and he's going to get the benefit of that because she's going to get her own work visa, which already shows you that she's independent, you guys. She's going to get her own work visa, find a job in the UK and come and bring herself over. So what is he bringing to the table exactly? What is he bringing to the table besides, you know, drinking all day and it gets worse than that so let's talk about that so anyway she's a she's gonna get a work visa um but they're a little concerned because her mom has parkinson's and so her mom needs to be taken care of and 
Kathleen takes care of her and the whole family. So like Chris, her brother said, they'll really miss her if she moves to the UK. And she made a little joke about, she was like cooking vegetables and healthy and all that stuff. And she made a joke about Richard, how Richard doesn't like to eat healthy. He likes like pasta and burgers um, and whatnot. So I think it will be an interesting transition, these two being together. And now that I look at this picture again, you guys look at the picture of them. I don't really even feel this, this picture gives her justice at all. I remember looking at it for the first time, wondering like what her story is, but in this episode, um, she comes across really, really just like a normal, regular, hardworking person. <clears throat> so, I don't get it. I don't get it, Olivia. The only thing is she knows how he is. So why, girl, why? Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. I guess she fell in love with his eyes is what she said, right? She fell in love with his eyes because I don't know what else there is. I, I Plus, you know, we already find out that he's a little bit of a cheater and a little bit of a womanizer. So, I mean... I don't know what the perks are. What's the prize in this situation? Because so far we just met him, so maybe there's more to him. But so far, I don't, I don't see it. Um. So when Kathleen comes to the UK, she's going to treat me as a king, King Richard. We saw that part where he puts on his king hat. He goes to meet his three friends, Jenny Stewart and Gavin, I believe his name is. Uh, and he's like, you know, I'm busy all day. I'm out all day. Ideally, I want Kathleen to do everything at the house, he says. So when he meets his friends, he's like, you know, I'm not even bringing her over. She's bringing herself over. I'm not doing anything. She's doing all the hard work. I get all the benefits. Who talks like that? Who talks like that, you guys? Like, if you're literally in a four-year long-distance relationship, why are you talking so crazy about your significant other? I really don't see it. I really don't get it. And I really don't understand what the draw is for her. Like, what is she winning out of this? He goes on to say that he wants her to cook for him, clean for him, wake up next to her. She'll work like 70, 80 hours a week as a nurse and plus do all the cooking and plus do all the cleaning. His friends think he's ridiculous. And don't think like, what are you talking about? Like not in 2022, that's about to happen. So you're going to be out drinking because that's part of your job, allegedly, all day, going to pub to pub to club to club. She's going to be working in the healthcare industry, which we know that nurses work hard. We've all seen it throughout this entire pandemic, but then you expect her then to come home and you do nothing. And she does all your cooking and cleaning and picking up after you. What? The only reason, Richard, you think, and I like the title says that British women are hard work, is because it seems to me that you want to just be lazy and not do anything, and you want someone to, like, be picking up after you and running after you. And yet, what do they get out of it? What are you bringing to the table, is what I'm trying to say. What are you bringing to the table? Because I'm not seeing it quite yet. Christine says he might just be acting like this for the show. The producers may be urging this storyline. Let's hope for his, for her sake. 
Uh, I mean, if he's acting, he's he's doing a heck of a job, Christine. Ray Dallas said, that's a hard no. Boy, bye. Exactly. Bye, boy, bye. So he continues to say, <clears throat> after his friends are like, you know what? That doesn't even make any sense that you're expecting all of this from her, and yet you're not willing to do any of the work. And he gets a little bit of an attitude with them. He's like, let her say if she has a problem with this. Um, and let her be like, if you don't want to be my maid, you tell me to my face, is basically what he was saying. His friend goes to Cameron and is like, you know, Richard has traditional and quite sexist views, his friend says. And I started laughing. I was like, your own friends are saying your views are sexist. Your own friends, your, your circle of friends are saying exactly what we're seeing. And we just met you for the first, what, 10 minutes? And he's coming in hot, y'all. He's coming in hot. He's coming in hot. So then we see uh, in the Philippines that Kathleen's meeting up with her friend, Jen, and they're just talking about life like we all do, um, about their relationships, how they've been together for four years, and quote, they've mostly been together. Well, what does that mean? She caught him talking to other girls. So one of the times when he was visiting her, he lost his phone, he used her phone. She found out that he was talking to not only other women, but in his words, lady boys as well. So that is a whole other separate conversation that we can have, right? So Mr. Wandering Eye is talking to women and lady boys in the Philippines. And if you've been to the Philippines, you know, you know, uh, the term lady boys. <clears throat> so because she caught him cheating, they broke up for six months and then she blocked him everywhere. And guess what? He did like the, the backdoor trick. He sent her some money and she was confused by it because we're broken up. I haven't talked to you in six months. I blocked you everywhere. All of a sudden there's money in my account from you. Yep. He did that because he said he wanted to make sure she was surviving the pandemic. And of course, she's going to reach out to him and be like, hey, is this an accident? Did you mean to send me this money? You know, the money is like, what's going on? And that's how they started talking again. <clears throat> so before they uh, got back together and before, you know, he did the back door, let me send her some money so I can get her attention trick. He went to Malaysia and met another girl. And his words, you guys, another hot Asian babe. Those are the words he used on international TV. Another hot Asian babe. So I'm, I'm getting the Ella vibe here. I'm getting, what's this girl's name that we're going to talk about? Victoria vibe here, where are we, do we have this a fetish going on? Because, you know, it's a little, it's a little cringe when you're only dating someone because you have a specific fetish for a specific type of person it's a bit cringeworthy a bit cringeworthy so <clears throat> he goes on to say you know as he was hanging out with this hot asian babe he realized that he didn't want to marry the dirty girl he goes to say you don't want to marry the dirty girl you want to marry the good girl and kathleen's a good girl I have so much I want to say, you guys. I have so much I want to say right now. 
the words that are coming out of his mouth, like, uh, what year is this? You don't want to marry the dirty girl. Well, what, what does that make you? Because if you're hanging out with your words, quote, the dirty girl, then you're the dirty guy. So who's going to want to marry you then if you're bouncing between dirty girls and good girls? Make it make sense. Make that make sense to me. So let me get this straight, Richard. Let me just get this straight. And I'm really going to try to be my best behavior right now. So let me get this straight. So you want a woman to cook and clean for you, okay? And that's fine to have traditional roles, whatever, if that's what you believe. But that's not how it's coming across. It's coming across as you want to be the guy that is out there drinking and partying and flirting. And you want to come home to someone who's subservient to you, that cooks for you and cleans for you and wipes your ass for you and picks up your dirty socks for you and treats you like your words, a king. Well, what are you bringing to the table? Because it's not like she's going to be the house mom where she's running the house, which is a whole job in and of itself. She's going to be working 70, 80 hours a week and taking care of you. So what exactly are you bringing to the table and what makes you so great? And if I want to go, you know what? I won't even do it. I won't even do it. I'm just saying the words that are coming out of your mouth, hot Asian babe, not marrying the dirty girl. You sound ridiculous. And like, how old are you? 41? 41? Now, you know, Christine might think it's an act, but I don't know if it's an act because he's very comfortable in this role that he's playing. Very, very comfortable very, very comfortable. It doesn't make any sense. So that's Kathleen and Richard. We move on to uh, Katie and Alejandro. And I did, yes, I did put theirs. I am really enjoying Katie so far. I think she's, I love Katie. I love Liz. I love like their little banter together. I do want to know a little bit about the backstory. So what we're finding out so far is that Katie and Liz are very, very close. And, you know, Liz is her Nana Liz, her grandma Liz. They live together. And we find out that Nana Liz also raised her, right? And so I'm just curious what that parental situation is. Like, does she have contact with her mom and dad? Is there a mom and dad? Like, what's not that it matters, family is family, but I am a little curious on what, what that situation is. Uh, Livia says, he seems older than 41, meaning Richard, just saying, wouldn't surprise me if we find out he lied about his age. So, Katie misses Alejandro. It's hard doing long distance. They both really want to settle down and have a family. Um, she wants him to definitely move to the UK. And, you know, like I said last week, this is going to be the issue for them because I don't think she has any intention of moving to Mexico. We'll see, right? Because we haven't, in, at least in this episode, we haven't seen her arrive yet. So we'll see. But she understands that, you know, he came there, he spent that month there, allegedly a month, and he experienced her culture. So now she feels like it's time for her to go there and experience his, which makes total sense to me. And um, 
but you know, it seems to me like she probably hasn't traveled a lot. She probably hasn't left her Nana Liz for uh, long periods of time. We see Nana Liz ironing her, like they call them in the UK, her knickers and making sure that, you know, her baby Katie is taken care of and is, is taking all the stuff that she needs to take uh, with her to Mexico. And Katie makes a really funny jokes because, you know, she's ironing like knicker after knicker after knicker after knicker. And she's like, I can't take all of these with me. I'm only having one bag with me. And like, what are they going to think if I have all these underwear in my bag? <laughs> uh, Nana Liz is like sad because she's really going to miss Katie. Katie's her best friend, her daughter, her granddaughter. Um, and she loves her to bits. And again, I'm just curious about what that parental backstory is. Uh, but what I thought was really cool is that Katie also too wants to learn how to speak Spanish so that she can communicate with her significant other better. And so she thinks that her and Nana Liz should take Spanish lessons when she comes back. And you guys, I have to put this down for a sec. When Nana Liz was like, her Spanish was like this, gracias. Hello, is anybody there? I died of laughter. I died of Nana Liz is hilarious. Yes. These two are so cute. They're so cute. They're so cute. Gracias. Hello? Is anyone there? Anyways. She goes on to say that, you know, Mexico is a hot country. So did you bring your creams with you, darling? Because you know how you get, you get sunstrokes. I was like, oh my God, I love this woman. I love her. She's so worried about the sun and the sand. And, you know, we already know that uh, the Brits, the Brits and the weather is a little bit different, right? They're not used to all the hot, hot weather. And so I guess she would get sunstrokes. Uh, so it should be interesting to see how Katie does in Mexico City. Or not Mexico, because she's in Guadalajara, but in Mexico. But Katie's not used to being away from her nana. And she's also not used to traveling a lot. She's a homegirl, she says. She loves being at home. She loves being with her nana. She loves her family and her job. And that's really all she needs. And that's why she really wants Alejandro to come to the UK to live with her and kind of blend into there. But what we do find out is Alejandro is just as close to his family as she is to hers. So therein lies the issue for them. Um, Nana Liz absolutely doesn't want Katie to move to Mexico. She almost makes her promise, like that you're not going to move and not going to leave me because I would be devastated. And she literally starts crying, you guys. That's how close they are. She literally starts crying just because she's going on a, a little bit of a trip. But this trip is a big deal because in this trip, they're going to have to figure out if they're going to be together, where they're going to be together. And I think, you know, maybe the answer is you guys don't live in either places. You find somewhere that's neutral and that way you guys are both away from your family and there's no, you know, home court advantage for either of you. I mean, that might make sense. Um, so she's leaving for Mexico. 
Um, and, you know, Nana Liz says, you know, I'm happy for her. I want her to be happy, but I just don't want her to leave, leave me, which is really kind of sad, you guys. It really is because, you know, they are really close and they're really adorable together. So I don't know how they're going to work this out. Anyways, on the flip side, Alejandro uh, is with his parents because Katie's arriving soon. And so they're discussing his plans and he bought her a ring. He plans to propose to her this trip. And they showed the little ring with an emerald and a diamond. It was cute. It was totally not my style. Um, what do you guys think of the ring? Let me know in the comments if you're watching the replay. Uh, let me know in the live chat what you thought of that ring. It was it was nice. I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm picky. I don't know. I want to see what you guys say before you guys think I'm a total asshole. But I was like, the ring was underwhelming to me, you guys. Yeah. But it's not about the size of the ring. It's not about the look of the ring. It's about the sentiment behind it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, they're planning to have a civil wedding and not a religious wedding, which I thought was very interesting because uh, religion is very big in Mexico. Um, but his parents almost think it might be too premature of him to already start proposing to her. And the dad said something that made me laugh so much because... As he was saying it, I was watching the mom's face, and you could tell the mom was 100% not impressed. The dad said it took him 10 years, y'all, 10 years to propose to the mom. I started laughing because the dad thought he was giving wisdom, but you could tell by the mom's face that she's like, yeah, 10 years too long. 10 years too long. Like, she sat there looking at her husband like, mm -hmm, I know you took 10 years. Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness 10 years in before you propose. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> I'm loving Katie and Alejandra's story so far. I just don't know how they're going to make it work. I really don't. I really don't. I have the solution, like I said. Move somewhere neutral. Next up, Victoria um, from Wolverhampton and Sean. Listen, Sean, Sean is the biggest shade of shade of shade of shade of shade of shade. He's the shadiest. I can't wait to find out what comes out about him because clearly he's not only lying about a ton of stuff, he's hiding a ton of stuff. And I can't wait to find out what it is. So they've been talking for two years online. Uh, Sean's on his way to the UK to meet her. Uh, he's on a 90-day tourist visa to see if the relationship will work. And Victoria says that she sees a best friend in Sean. And she, before meeting him, she had given up on love long before she met him. And so she's excited that she met somebody because she didn't think it was ever going to happen for her. So she's going to go to London um, from Wolverhampton and maybe Olivia can tell us like what is the different like what's the distance between Wolverhampton London and Birmingham because okay Joslo my bad my bad Joslo's bossing me around y'all she's like show their pictures <laughs> okay okay please hold the line <laughs> I love you guys so bossy Sorry, the picture is small. It was from last week, but that's them. Let me see if I can quickly get you a better picture. Jaws low. Uh, it's funny. She's like, show their pictures. 
I need to know who you're talking about immediately, if not sooner. Um, let me see if I can pop this one up. It would be a better version for y'all. I can do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Olivia says, Victoria and Sean were so uncomfortable to watch this episode. By the end, it gave me major friend zone. Not even friend zone. I think that he's going to be like the scammer of scammers. I think he's going to take her for a ride. I find it really weird that he doesn't really want to. Okay, this is must be a better picture. Here we go. Here we go, Joslo. There's a better picture for you. I think he's scamming her. I just think, I think that he's still married. I think that he's going to try to, because he's so shady about his money, about if he's really indeed married. He's shady about his, he's shady about everything. I think he's trying to come over and this is like a, some type of money scam, in my opinion. Like something is way off with this dude, like way off. So anyway, she sees him as the best friend. Um, and so she's freaking out at the airport. Uh, London to Birmingham is only about two hours on the train. I know, but why is she, if she's from Wolverhampton, Olivia, my question is, why does she want to move to Birmingham? Like, doesn't she work in her home city? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. I guess what I'm saying. Like, do you work? And if you work, do you work where you live? And then you say your parents are in Birmingham. I'm just, it's just confusing to me. Yeah, and he keeps telling, he teasing that he'll tell the truth when the time is right. Well, the time is right now. The time is immediately. Tell the truth right now, Sean. Tell the truth right now. So anyways, they get to the air. She gets to the airport. She's meeting him. She's freaking out. You could see her like she's moving around. She's freaking out. She's so excited because they've never met in real life. And, you know, this is her last chance of love. Sweetheart, Victoria, this is absolutely not your last chance of love. You seem delightful so far. A little bit like nervous, giggle energy, but so far like delightful. I think your issue is that you don't confront the issues. But besides that, you'll find love, Victoria. Sean ain't it, though. I'll tell you that off the get-go. Off the bat, Sean ain't it. Sean arrives to the airport, you guys, as if he has packed his entire apartment up and said he's moving to London. Like, that's how much luggage he had. He had so much luggage, and he even said it was all his things. That's a red flag to me. If you're coming on a visitor's visa for 90 days, why are you saying that you're bringing all your things? Are you not returning to Japan? Then they had this weird, because, you know, all the other couples that we've seen on this entire franchise, you guys, their union was, like, the weirdest and most awkward they didn't even hug each other like a full hug. They gave a side hug to each other and it was completely awkward. And it continued to be completely awkward. Yes, Joslo, like another Tinder swindler. Facts. Facts. He is given the Tinder swindler vibes. 100% Joslo. Couldn't have said it better. So... Let me pause this down for a second. So they do this awkward side hug. 
and they both have this really weird, crazy energy toward each other. They hop in a taxi and they don't talk at all. They don't talk. And I'm trying to pop this up for you real quick. Yeah. So they don't talk. He's on his phone the whole time. They're not saying anything to each other. And quite honestly, this was such a weird little edit to me, but this is what they, how they edited it. He was playing Pokemon, which is where they met, right? They met on like this Pokemon gaming site or whatever. So instead of talking to the woman that you said for the past two years, you've been talking online and she calls you her best friend, you get there, you get in real life together and none of you say a word to each other at all. It was super awkward. Um, she does a lot of giggling and I think she does it as a nervous energy type of thing where she doesn't know what to say. So she giggles. And even when she's having a serious conversation with you and she doesn't like what you're saying, she starts giggling. And unfortunately for her, that's distracting because she doesn't actually end up getting the answers to the questions that she has. So they've decided that they're going to spend a few days in London, um, act like tourists, enjoy the sights. And then they're going to take a train to Birmingham. Um, and like Olivia just told us, it's about a two hour train ride. Uh, Carol said, Wolverhampton is close to Birmingham. Okay, that's good to know. That's what I wanted to know. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. So she could easily, Carol, you're saying, make the commute back home. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So they're in the hotel room. Anything she says, anything she does, he says, you're so cute. You're so cute. She eats noodles. You're so cute. She says, hi. You're so cute. She says, bye. You're so cute. Like, as if that's all he knows how to say. But she has questions. So her first question she asks as they go out to dinner, are you totally divorced? And not just divorced in Japan, because that's what he continues to say, is that he's divorced in Japan. He answers, oh yeah, I have a certificate. And then she's like, but I'm asking you, like, are you really actually 100% divorced? And then we find out, he lets it slip out, out that, yeah, it got finalized last July. And she's like, what? You were talking to me last July. So I thought you guys were divorced longer than that. What? What is this? And then he says, well, my previous marriage was international as well. Your previous marriage? And then he realized he let that slip out too. He's like, oh, no, no. I mean, like, oh, I've only been married one time. Really? Sean, first of all, I don't even think, A, that you actually got divorced. B, I think you've been married more than one time. Okay? And C, it's clear to us you're not telling her the truth. Because why are you stumbling through your words and your answers? It should be a very... You should know if you're married or divorced. And you should know when you got divorced. And like you're like, uh, yeah, I think it was... How do you not know that? You only do not know if you're lying. So even Victoria's like, red flag, red flag. But then she starts giggling and laughing it off. Then, you guys, here's what he says that was crazy to me. He said, now he's nearly separated. So are you divorced? Is it finalized? Or are you nearly separated? So then he's like, it's a nearly separated, but it's complicated. And then he's like, calm down, calm down. And someone's only going to tell you to calm down. 
because he's getting confused in his mind, all the lies he's saying. In that first little five seconds, you guys, he told like four lies. He's married. He's not married. He has the certificate. Oh, it got finalized last July. Oh, my previous marriage was international as well. Oh, I'm nearly separated. Oh, it's complicated. Well, what is it? What is it? Yeah, you know what, Geek Girl? I can't even get into all of it. Like, we it goes back to like the fetish that I was talking about earlier with Richard. Victoria is the same way. Ella's the same way. Just because you're dating someone who's Asian doesn't mean you have to take them to all the the places to to eat Asian food. It just make, doesn't make sense to me. You're doing it for your own crazy fetish. I mean, you would think if he's from Japan. He's had that food. Show him your your country, your city, and your foods. I, I just think it's weird. I think it's just weird. But she's doing it more for her than for him. And she's only doing it for her because she has a Japanese fetish, in my opinion. And so she thinks that she's, like, showing him she knows some things. Christine said, I would have dumped him in the car playing video games, GTFO. And then the second question she asked him, you guys, you know, what's your job? Like, what do you do for a living? And he says he's a YouTuber. And she's like, really? Well, I went on your YouTube and it hasn't been active for the last two years. And then he's like, he says some weird answer about, yeah, most YouTubers are younger than me. Uh, but you know, it's still making money. Well, what, how are you making money if your page hasn't been active for two years? Make that make sense. And she's like, well, you know, I don't know what's going on with you. You didn't tell me your age. You haven't told me your job. I don't know if you're married or not. Yeah. Red flag one, red flag two, red flag three, Victoria. I don't know why we're pussyfooting around this. How are you having a relationship with someone who's not telling you who they are? Is it only because he's Japanese and because you have that fetish? Because I feel like you might have picked the worst fetish to have in him because he's not even being honest with you. He can't even tell you how old he is. He can't even tell you what he does for a living. Yet, mind you, he showed up with all of his things, he said. Facts, the math is not mathing. None of it is mathing. <sighs> he tells the producer that he's not hiding. He just needs more time. And the truth needs time um, before he can tell it. So he needs it to be the right timing before he tells her the truth. What right timing is that? Right? Just like Joslo said about the Tinder Swinder, what right timing is that when you, you've taken all her money, when you've gotten her pregnant, when you, you know, maybe you're a serial killer when she's dead? Like, when's the right time? You would think as you're getting to know someone and it's been two years online, when's the right time? If not now, then when? I, I, I maybe understand it because you guys know how I feel about online relationships. Like you're not really in a relationship until you see each other in real life. So I get him not giving her all the details until they met in real life. But here you are face to face and you're still lying to her face. 
So <clears throat> they're enjoying London. You know, they did all the tourist things, went to the museums, all the things. Um, but she's ready to, you know, find a place in Birmingham and settle down because she feels a little cramped in the hotel room. She loves being with him, but she's never lived with a partner before. So it's difficult for her having someone in her space all the time. She wants a little bit of space. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, it's only been a couple of days. At least that's what the edit looks like. And you're already feeling claustrophobic with him. That's going to say some things. Right? Because normally, think about it. When you go on vacation or holiday and you're in a hotel room, a week seems like nothing because you're out doing all the great things. La, 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 la. I get it. She's never lived with someone, so that would be awkward for her. But if you're in... Listen, y'all. I'm just going to keep it real. If you're in romance mode and you really are like with that person then anywhere you are you want to be together because it's like all brand new at least that first week it's just going to be roses and, and unicorns but if she's already feeling claustrophobic with this fool after a couple of days hmm, that's another red flag for, in my opinion so she wants to go to birmingham he wants to stay in london and i was like well what are you going to do staying in london who's paying for the hotel all day every day are you sean because you ain't got no job Christine is saying, I'm getting ex-convict vibes. Facts. Facts. Um, he wants to stay in London, but he doesn't really have a plan. And the plan originally was for them to go to Birmingham. And now he's switching it up and she doesn't like that. And she has to go back to Birmingham because her father is unwell. She, she needs to be close to him. Sean's like, you know, I'm not familiar with Birmingham. I don't want to go. And she's like, well, we can't just stay in London. Like, if you stay in London, then I would have to be in Birmingham for, like, five days of the week. And that's not going to work for us, right? Because if you came here to be with us and me, then shouldn't we be together? So he finally agrees to uh, go to Birmingham. But she's cautious and nervous at the t same time. Girl, you should be cautious and you should be nervous because you don't know your dude. You don't even know who you are with. It's quite terrible. It's quite terrible in my opinion. All right. So the edit for this one, Bridie and host was super weird. So they spent so much time with them last week and we got maybe five minutes with them this week. And I'm confused. And maybe Olivia, if your version was different, you can explain it to me. I thought she spent like, weeks or a month there but she kept saying the weekend passed so quickly so did she then only spend a weekend there it was confusing to me so it's near the end of the trip she's like there's good memories it's the last day together they had a really good time they had some rocky bits up and down but they pushed through it they really want to be together and i was like how did we jump from last week where you were questioning whether he's only in it for a green card and he's the same person that said he wants to get the hell out of Lebanon to now that everything is roses and unicorn. What did I miss? What did I miss? So they're having breakfast um, and talking about how the relationship is so great, which again, what did I miss from last week? And she feels like she made the right call with the situation. Okay, no, she was only visiting a short time. So she spent a weekend. So they're in love like this 
after a weekend when the first day at least you guys were off to a terrible start so by day let's say it's three days you stayed there so by third day you guys are this much in love that you're saying i love you i love you i'm just i find it confusing i don't know what the hell's going on with these two because i my gut was like this fool wants to get straight out of lebanon and he told her to her face i just but okay you guys are in love okay so they push through their arguments they're in love they want to be together and she knows that she made the right call and he says that you know before her he didn't think about a future a family a house kids and now he's thinking about those things so she's like you know is this the next phase in our relationship because i don't want to have another year go by i want us to be in the next phase and he's like yeah for sure we're in the next phase i love you i love you they say to each other and <laughs> I just think it's weird. I just think it's, I just don't get it. In love, girl, she wanted a proposal upon Landon in Lebanon. Facts. I mean, you're not wrong. I just think that this relationship is moving very quickly. And I think both of them are, are in it with blinders on. And I think that she has the most to lose because she has two kids. She has two kids. Um, we find out that she has some insecurities. And, you know, girl, you don't need to have these insecurities. You're a beautiful woman. But she feels some self-doubt right now. And she is worried that he didn't pick her. And if he did pick her, she can't believe that she she's the one for him so she's having all this self-doubt and i think that you know she needs to work on that part rather than like getting swept up with whatever he's saying because if you indeed have these insecurities and self-doubt then any nice thing that this dude is going to say to you you're going to take it to heart and then you're not going to really know how you truly feel because you don't really know how you truly feel about yourself so i feel like she should just be working on herself right now and not jump into a crazy relationship so quickly with someone that you spend a weekend with all of a sudden that you you want to get married and you're in love and this is the person you're going to be with and you spend a weekend with them bizarre he seems like he could be problematic down the road maybe an anger problem 100 christine i agree with you 100 there's something that they need to like they need more time in this relationship that's what i'm saying so this relationship, in my opinion, is moving way too quick. And I think they're skipping some steps. And I think they think they know each other because they have, you know, rose-colored glasses on filled with hearts. But they're not seeing the nitty-gritty. And again, like I said, she has the most to lose because she has two kids involved in this situation. Woo, Lord. Now, here's the thing, you guys. We only got 48 minutes, which I was surprised, right? Because last week it was an hour and a half or whatever. And 90 days tends to be an hour and a half. So I'm not sure like what the edits are going to be. Are we going to get an hour each week? I don't know. But I wanted to show you some of the people just in case you've forgotten that we haven't met yet. So we haven't met Caleb and Marvin yet. Right? So we still have that one couple there. 
we have Emma and Hussein. So a second couple that we haven't met yet. I hope this is the right picture. We've met Alejandro. And Sam and Pat we haven't met. So I think it's three. It might be four. Let me double check. Yeah. Those three couples we haven't met yet. So we have three more couples to meet. I'm just trying to figure out when are we going to meet them? Because you know how I hate meeting couples way down in the middle of the season. Like, bring all the couples up front, let us meet them all, and then go through them. And I know some couples are filler couples and all that stuff. But I know, like, you guys like me hate to be, like, in episode eight and all of a sudden a couple pops up. And you're, like, already invested in all the other couples. You, we've gone down the road for, you know, eight-plus hours. All of a sudden we have to screech and be like who's this i hope they don't do that to us in this you know the uk version because we don't like it we don't like it at all no new friends <laughs> oh lord the trash pot yes like the bachelor yeah Bring them all up front. Let us meet them all up front, and then we'll figure it out from there. But we'll see. We have three more couples. I can't wait to meet this Pat lady. What is it? Sam and Pat? In the preview, I thought we were going to meet her this week because her and her friend just seem very um, highfalutin, and I cannot wait to meet them. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, that was the episode. It went quick. I was surprised how quick it went. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, and I'll see you guys all tomorrow. And definitely make sure to hit me up in the comments with your thoughts on episode two. Bye for now.